All right, you're back with Bonner Beach Radio, and it's Harry and Yoni, and we're here with Safia. Um, ben, how are you going? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It's very exciting to have oh, thanks a... Thanks for having us. ...having a big band like you guys. Always fun. Now, you guys have just finished your Embrace Me tour. Can you tell us about it? How was it? It was real good. Real, like, real long, real good. And, but yeah, the show's, you know, it couldn't have asked for better. It was, yeah. Uh, it's Yoni speaking here. Do you have any particular highlights from the show? Depends which, depends which one. Um, like the Australian tour obviously was crazy for us. We didn't expect the kind of reaction yeah. that, we were, that we got to that. And, mm. you know, we definitely didn't plan to be doing like four Melbourne shows and three Sydney shows. And, yeah. But yeah. But I think when, so, you, when you sell out, you just kind of have to roll with it and hope for the best. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was the first tour where, like, because um, it started off and once we started adding the dates, it was, like, one of the first tours where I had to do, like, seven shows in a row and have one day off and do another seven. And oh, wow. And it's like, I was, I was, like, a bit afraid that my voice wouldn't hold up, but it did, and so that was, that was kind of kind of getting through that so highlight as well. Yeah. <laughs> Killed it all the way through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, we wanted to speak to you guys about collaborations because you guys have really done quite a few awesome collaborations. Um, and, mm-hmm. of course, the most famous being Take, Take Me Over with Peking Duck. Um, how was it working with that, with that, I guess, really big band now as well? Yeah, it was all really easy. They're also in Canberra. And, um, yeah, it was like came together quite naturally. All the stuff we do tends to just be with like friends of ours yeah. that we meet on the road and... And just with like other mates, basically. So it's just kind of like, you know, a really natural kind of easy thing. Due to the success of um, your song on "Take Me Over" with Peking Duck, did you find that that you know helped blow you out a bit more and get your name out there? Oh yeah, of course. And um, it's kind of good because we, you know, we built that strong kind of alternative. Uh, definitely a lot of support from that Triple J kind of side of the market, but um, mm. that definitely helps cross over uh, into, you know, a more kind of mainstream commercial audience just seeing the name uh, out there and around. And so, yeah, it's definitely positive. Yeah, definitely. And, and of course, you collaborated as well with Alice in Wonderland. Uh, how was it working yeah. with that fine DJ? Oh, great. Well, she's, you know, again, like, we just made really good friends with her on the road. And um, to be honest, that was mostly she, she had done that already it was pretty a last minute thing for me to just jump on and sing a chorus so um didn't do a lot of work there but <laughs> you know she's she's yeah we made friends with her on the road and again just doing stuff with friends yeah just another great collaboration yeah um and i wanted to ask in terms of the collaborations how do you how do you start speaking to people about it are you just like on tour and you're like hey me you this this could work let's do something yeah, I feel like just generally if you if you have a good vibe with people and um kind of get along and you know if the time's right and you know maybe you need they have something that could work you know that's missing in one of your songs or, or vice versa or just throw around ideas like just kind of happens naturally it's not it's not something that's genuinely ever really organised kind of just. Yeah. Kind of happened out of the blue, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's great to hear. Um, you also went on tour last year, we saw, with Lord. How would that, how yeah. did that go? That was awesome. Because um, that, 
that was the well, just before that, a month before that, we went on our first ever like national tour. Yeah, our first ever headline shows. Before that, we were just doing kind of support shows, and we were playing. You know, that, even that was great, but we were playing. You know, small rooms to like two hundred people in each city, or two hundred, three hundred people. Wow. Yeah. And um, and then immediately, like two or three weeks after that, to jump up on the Lord tour and play to kind of arena crowds is a bit daunting, but definitely it definitely helped us take our show to that next level. And I think the music really kind of fitted well in that kind of environment as well. Um, with like you know, and having the chance to put on like a big light show and some big kind of stage arena sound systems and stuff like that. So. It's really good. Yeah, it's all pretty surreal. Do you guys sometimes wake up in the morning and be like, I can't believe this is actually happening? Like, we're actually doing this? When we sort of, like, started making tunes and just hanging out, playing computer games and <laughs> doing that, and then to where it is now and some of the shows we've done, it's, it's a bit insane. Yeah, definitely. We about that sometimes, but then kind of thinking back to that, it's quite nice. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, last week you guys were at the Arias performing with Peking Dark. Um, how was that? Did you feel like rock stars at the event? Yeah, it was crazy. It's like it's such a funny kind of event. But um, <laughs> yeah. it's like I was pretty, I was a bit terrified waiting behind that thing, waiting to things that live TV is really unforgiving. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it went okay. Yeah, and, just, just ask Kanye yeah, West. It's, it's I think he of, knows. It's a lot of fun. It's a, a lot of champagne. Yeah, it seems that way. Um, just quickly, yeah. do you happen to have any funny stories from being on tour? Since you've been on tour with like um, Lord and you've done amazing tracks with Peking Duck and um, Alice in Wonderland, do you have any funny stories to give us about any of those experiences? Oh man, it's so hard because we go we tour so much, so it's hard to like try and think of one story. Um, Look, we'll 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 come back to that. Um, I think. <laughs> It depends what kind of rating your your radio station is. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 down for anything. We're happy with anything. We're, we can just say you know warning language, whatever. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, most most of the stories probably paint us to look like absolute freaks if I if I tell you those. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous, very dangerous. So we're just going to ask about your music a bit. Um, you guys have shifted a bit more to like lyrically focused. Um, what's the yeah. musical progression of your music? I don't know. We could just kind of go, we don't really write with any kind of boundary. I don't think we just kind of write what feels good and we kind of let the songs, each song will be completely different. Still kind of have that same kind of sound to it. And I don't know, I, I don't really think about what we're writing essentially is just like kind of whatever comes out tends yeah. to be okay so far. So, <laughs> yeah, um, you know, you never, you never know. The next few songs could be completely not lyrically driven. They could be all instrumental. You never know. So that's the kind of fun part about being in this band because we're, you know, we played in a lot of other bands and which are like kind of more straight up like guitars and stuff like that. But being moving into like the platform of like electronic and, and the, and the kind of, all our musical influences yeah. kind of like allows us to write essentially any kind of song that we want, basically, and still have it kind of fit under a sappy, sappy like moniker. Yeah, 
It definitely, so it's that, definitely that kind a broad of umbrella. That freedom. So it's like, yeah, it's always fun. Yeah. You never know. You never know what's going to come out. Which is, I think, great. And and thinking about that, are there any songs that you think really resonate with you personally? I genuinely do like like them all. I really I like. Um, depends what time. I, I like. Yeah. I, I really like County Sheep and um, You Are the One as well as. I, I listened back to that the other day and I was like, yeah. This is quite nice <laughs> i um, like this one it, it depends what kind of it's, it's good there's a there's a song for every kind of mood you know when when i when we do like get back and revisit them and listen to them you kind of listen to it with like a new ear it's not like because you know obviously immediately after we finish the song i probably don't want to hear it for a <laughs> while because i've heard it oh, like a thousand times yeah. like, trying to get it right um yeah, it but then sense. you know once you once you you give it a bit of like airtime and like a bit of you know you step back from it a bit and then you listen again it's kind of it's really fun you kind of get to like listen to it all over again and just enjoy it yeah yeah um, how is it when you're because you've become quite big nowadays and people love for instance um counting sheep and stuff um how's it when you're like you know walking around maybe in the stores you know, you're going for a bit of a shop or maybe you're going to a bar or something and one of your songs comes on has that ever happened before <laughs> Yeah, it's happened a few times. And, and how, do, uh, how do you guys, uh, how, does, how does that make you feel? It's, it's, initially, it's always a bit of like, kind of you get a bit wigged out because you don't, I don't always initially like recognize the song. I'm like, oh, I know this song somehow. And then, and then, you, and then, and then you, and then I, then it clicks and you're like, oh, it's kind of funny. Uh, that's that's yeah. me. That's, yeah. that's awkward. <laughs> do do yeah. people that you're with always, you know, make a big noise about it and go, oh, it's your song. <laughs> yeah, it, it is kind of funny, you know, if you're out with friends and or like family and like if you're at a cafe or a restaurant and it comes over the speakers, it's kind of a bit of like a, oh, please don't acknowledge this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just pretend I'm not here. Yeah. Just really quickly. Um, now, Safi is a very interesting name. Where did you guys think of the name from? I wish there was a more interesting I wish there was a more interesting story that, that went with that. Yeah. But uh, it's just basically, I don't know, it's just basically like an adaptation of a, 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 the word sapphire, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. We'll give it, it's a type of legume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was <know>. useful. <laughs> I don't know. Were, were you inspired? In, in, in one interview, we, uh, they asked us what sapphire meant, and we just said it was a type of legume. <laughs> I feel like it might not be. It's like it's probably not. We definitely <laughs> we were, it was a good ad. Now I've got to ask: Were you guys inspired by the moth or the city in Yemen? Were either of those inspirations? Because they're both called Safia. Um, so did that uh, inspire okay. you at all? Well, the kind of the cool thing that worked out with the name is that initially when we started it, we noticed that a lot of our Facebook fans were coming out of the uh, Middle East and, uh, <laughs> and that kind of thing. So and then. Um, then we realized it's a very common, uh, I think, like Arabic and Middle Eastern women's name. It is. And, yes. and, and then someone told us it means pure in Arabic. Oh, ah. Nice. So, so, uh, that, that's quite cool. And so we've been rolling with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if you ever get lost for a reason, you could just say you really love moths. So that's why you named, yeah, it, yeah. named your band. Yeah. It's also like a brand of water in the Middle East as well. I think. Oh, great. Oh, Always yeah. good. It's so, like the Mount Franklin over there. Yeah. <laughs> like fresh. Have, have your pure sapphire. <laughs> uh, so it's almost as good as deciding. Yeah. 
just getting back to Australia here. Um, so you first started off at Grooving in the Moo Festival. Then you went on yeah. to, was it Spin on the Grass or Falls Fest? The next festival that we did, there we go. We started at Grooving and then a small ones in. And like the first, Falls was like the first proper like festival, big festival tour that we did, where it was like a traveling touring festival that we were on all the dates. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of, again, that was like, those fall shows were crazy because obviously we like we played to like the big, Lord Lord crowds, but like they were obviously um her crowd coming yeah. in, yeah. And then then to to play the fall thing and like bring in you know however many there was heaps of people coming coming to see our set and singing along was kind of crazy. And the first time we like really experienced that, there was a lot of fun yeah. doing that. Um, so, and now in the beginning of 2016, you're L- going to be literally the very, very beginning. beginning, you're going to be playing at field day. So, um, yeah. how do you feel about that one? It's going to be excruciatingly hot as it usually is. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. And yeah. then, so that, that's going to be fun, but, uh, yeah, we're, it's going to be really exciting. And I, that's pretty much for us after that show, it's like, you know, that's our last show for, for a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And so it's really as soon as we finish our setup, and hopefully it's really good. I'm sure it will be. Um, mm. Hopefully, hopefully the crowd, and then as soon as we finish out, we can like kind of party and bring in the new year and yeah. you know, see, see yeah. disclosure and and all the other acts. And, uh, yeah, be, which will be fantastic. Yeah. It'll be really fun. Yeah. So what we'll, do you, we'll get amongst it? What do you guys <laughs> have in store for next year in 2016? Well, next year, yeah, is uh, the debut album year at some stage we've Ooh. been writing an album and Exciting times. and uh, still writing that and finishing it off and you know it's gonna you know hopefully it all goes well and there'll be a lot more music for people to listen to if they want to. <laughs> yeah, so look, that sounds really exciting. We look forward to seeing the debut album Definitely, next year. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Ben. Um, and we look forward to seeing you at Field Day 2016. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'll see you there. Thank see you, you there very much. The crowd. Bye, Ben. What an awesome guy. Um, of course, you can see them at Field Day 2016. Of course, it's the 1st of January. It's kind of hard to miss. Um, we'll, we'll do our best effort to be there, of Just course. Just remember, it's in Sydney. So it is in Sydney. Book your flights now if you're from... Anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> and the lineup's insane. Not only is Safia playing, but you've got Disclosure. You've got the Wombats. You've got, you know... RL Grime. RL Grime. Taku, flight Facilities. Flight Facilities. Uh, it's just... The lineup's insane. Lineup. So make sure... Get amongst them. Golden uh, Features as well. They'll yep, be there. Definitely. Um, and of course, that was Safia and that was Ben. And we may as well play one of their songs now. Yeah. Um, and we go. So we'll be right back with Bono Beach Radio. Enjoy. <laughs> 